Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a wait. Is this supposed to be a fireball coming at me? No! Let me out. <laughs> Hey everybody, what's going on? There's far, there's too far, and then there's us, a tad too far, where we take a couple of ideas that don't normally belong together, put them in a closet for seven minutes of heaven, and see what comes out of it. <laughs> Dietrich, I'm here with my best bud, Taj. Hey, how's it going, folks? <laughs> Alright, and today we are talking about a topic that sounds familiar, but it actually isn't, because we're looking at it from a different point of view. You ever looked at somebody and said, oh, my God, they are pure evil. What if you ever took that person and switched them around and made them into an actual hero? That's the situation that we're talking about now. We're talking about comic book characters that are villains by nature. But what if they actually had a change of heart and became superheroes? How cool or how dreadful would that situation be? Kyle, what do you think about the topic? I like the topic, you know. Evil plans. Yeah. Yeah. Evil plans indeed. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) And all that. Exactly. So um, I'm going to go with uh, a person that's kind of off the grid. A little bit on the grid. You know this comic uh, style, but this is mostly off the grid. and may not be like the most wide-known individual, but he's definitely known in this era for where he is. And what I'm talking about is Valiant Comics' own Stronghold. Stronghold? Wait a minute. Isn't that... That was part of Gen 13, right? Because Valiant was Gen 13 and all Stronghold and then another... I'm not... I know I've seen the cover because I... The cover that I can remember is that black one with the white and then gold underneath like okay. it was a foil cover uh but yeah i can't re- i'm not sure that i remember the comic per se but yeah i remember that cover though yeah okay so what's going on with stronghold is this um you know uh value comics from more people like they know bloodshot mainly because of the movie that came out with vin diesel but mostly because of the comic book he's like the most popular character over there right but Gotcha. In actuality, there is a character who is stronger, a whole lot stronger than him and a couple other people put together, right? And his name is Edward T. Sedgwick, or in other words, known as Stronghold. So, bottom line is Stronghold. He's he's a up right? Uh, Sia. Um, basically, he has the ability to break down, um, to create a destructive energy and uh, dismantle objects to a molecular level. Oh, dang. Yeah. He's a member of the Harbinger Foundation. Um, he's basically one of the egg breakers uh, that they use as soldiers, right? And and bottom line is, he is evil. Um, he's got no special equipment. Everything is within his own body. He can break his own body down the molecular structure or anybody else around him. Um, like, he's he's quick with the wit. 
He's very smart. Um, he's very assholish. Um, and <laughs> but if you if you have somebody that can break something down to a molecular level, right? How awesome would it be if that person was an actual superhero instead? True. Now, does he have to touch it, or or it's area effect? It's area effect. I don't think he necessarily has to touch it. It's mostly area effect. Um, okay. but just, just for the fact that he's able to break that down is like crazy, right? And that's just the, the, the touch of his powers. That's not like all of his actual powers put together. Like the dude is crazy. He can increase his own size and strength. Um, uh, he can, uh, draw mass from objects. Uh, so he does have to touch those objects in order to do so. Um, uh, but bottom line is like, he's like a cool ass villain. Like matter absorption, size manipulation, super strength. Uh, like that's the kind of guy that you really would want on your side and not to really be up against. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear so, you. That's, that's where I'm pretty much coming from with that. Like he's definitely somebody that's on my, on my watch list that I've been looking at for a while now and just, just basically trying to figure out what's the best way I can use him in that aspect. Right. Gotcha. Um, so what what's his what's his like motivations? I mean, why is he a villain? I mean, does he have any specific motivations for being a villain? Uh, well, he was a member of uh, Secret Weapons, right? Okay. Um, then he started working for uh, Toyo uh, Harada, which is basically the one who runs the Harbinger Association, and so okay. he's, he's kind of like a henchman uh, in that situation, um, but. But he's just one of those classic dudes that just likes to blow shit up and just likes to beat people. Excuse my language. And just likes, you know, just likes the power of of being able to manipulate stuff. More so about he likes destruction. You know, anybody who has a destructive power, uh, unless they have like a, a inconsolable soul, like somebody like a rogue who could drain your energy but doesn't necessarily want to have that type of power. He's the complete mm-hmm. opposite. He likes blowing stuff up. Um, he yeah, likes breaking stuff down. He likes uh, charging into mass, like building his size up and almost looking like the juggernaut coming through and knocking <laughs> over stuff and 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 causing mayhem. Um, so that's that's basically his thought process. Like he's not anybody to play with. So to speak. and if he was somebody that would actually cross over and become a a, a hero, um, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily put him in anti-hero status, but he's damn near close to it. Like he's just got that kind of attitude that you can't really just trust him to come save your life. We're just happy to know that if he is there, you're okay. Gotcha. Um, but. I mean, it ain't too much I can get into about that individual because I, w- I was really looking for it, like, outside of the norm. Like, anybody could say some other other thoughts that come to mind when we're talking about this type of subject, but I was looking for outside the norm type person. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I think I went more mainstream on online than, than you did. I, I should have gone more. But, yeah, no, I like it. I like it for sure. Okay. What you got? So uh, I picked uh, N Sub Noor, <laughs> or also known as Apocalypse. From oh Marvel God! <laughs> yeah, you went all the way to mainstream on that one. Wow. <laughs> well, okay. So here's the deal. I mean, he's a villain. No, 
no matter of fact about it. The thing is, is his philosophy is survival of the fittest. So, I mean, really, he's like an evil version of Darwinian logic, right? But the problem is, is that he believes that he has to intervene to make uh, the fittest survive. And that's kind of where it's kind of like one of those things like his philosophy is okay. And if you change one letter, you know, in the sentence, it could change the whole meaning for him. And and that's where, like, if, if his, you know, he could still keep the philosophy of survival of the fittest, but it could, you know, if he switched it around in his mindset, it's like, well, then I should give everyone an evil playing field or, you know, or I should just be observer because my errant actions doesn't actually make anyone fitter. It just makes, you know, it, you know, he's changing the environment, which changes who is going to survive. And, and I'm not sure that he's aware of that concept. Okay. And, and that's kind of what throws it off. It's like, you know, yes, I understand survival of the fittest, but then are you, I mean, his problem is he interacts with the environments. He changes the characters in there. So how is that the fittest and not the person that you look favor upon, you know, type of thing? So, and that's, I mean, so, you know, Marvel history, like he was, depending on how you look at, he's either the very, very first mutant or he's the very, very first external, uh, which there was a time where Marvel had these, uh, types of people that were uh, immortals. And so he was the very first one. So he comes all the way from ancient Egypt. Um, he always has the four horsemen. Um, you know, he's always been stalked, you know, and he's always, he always likes the X-Men and likes taking some of them and turning them into one of his horsemen. So he's done it to Archangel. He's done it to Wolverine. Right. I think he's done it to some other people. I can't remember who else, but, but yeah. And so, um, but that's his thing. Like he's always, and then of course, you know, since you have, you know, apocalypse there, you have to also talk about sinister because his whole thing is that he wants to, uh, you know, breed the perfect mutant that can take out apocalypse. So, and that's kind of where that weird thing is like, you know, him and sinister kind of work together, but they don't because sinister is like, he's willing to admit like, Hey, I can't take you out, but I'm going to create somebody that can take you out. <laughs> See, that's why I love Mr. Sinister. That's, that was like my favorite villain. And that's that he's my, he's so much my favorite villain that I can't even picture him becoming a good guy in essence. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just got so many different powers. He's so evil. He's so malevolent. Like he, he embodies his villainous ways and that's why i like him he doesn't he doesn't like apocalypse they don't like each other they're never going to be friends type situation even if x-man came with a full frontal assault type deal i don't think they would partner together to take out x-man they probably try to take out each other in the process while fighting the x-men so yeah well, no, I mean, r- really, Apocalypse would be like, bring it on, and Sinister would be like, peace. <laughs> he, he dug out the back door. <laughs> we like, you guys have fun. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and waste my talents fighting y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let y'all try to kill him, and if y'all do it before I do, great. But if you don't, then I'll find a way. Right, Ex- exactly. So, it, but it, that's, that's just where I was coming from. I mean, because that concept of, like, especially if, like, you know, change one concept of that sentence and like, because Apocalypse has that power to give people other powers, you know, if he came from like, well, you know, 
we need to make an even playing field, you know, so that, you know, if survival of the fierce was based off of actual, you know, personality character rather than physical traits, then, you know, he could make physicality a non factor. You know, I know that sounds weird, but you know, no, 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 it, we're good. Yeah. So, but it, it's when that's kind of the concept that I was coming from. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not mad. Okay. So, uh, was there anyone else you were thinking about from Valiant or? Uh, not so much from Valiant. Uh, I, at one point in time, I was thinking about the Joker. Oh, okay. Sounds uh, good. I really, really wanted to make that that distinction in the situation, but the more I thought about it, the more he has to stay the same. I can't, I can't make him a good guy. Gotcha. Well, see, and I, I thought about um, Doctor Doom, but the yeah. thing is. It, it, and it's a it's the trope among some villains for sure. I mean, and not just Doctor Doom, but with you know, like um, with Lex Luthor and with um, some other ones, is that part of why they're over oh, Reverse Flash? You know, part of why they're a villain is because they just can't stand the hero, and, and that's Doctor Doom. Like Reed, you know, he blames everything on Reed Richards, and so like. If, you know, if Reed Richards wasn't a factor, you know, Doom might just be a hero, you know, in, in all in all factors. And so that's kind of where it's like, it's hard to, to say, hey, if we just remove this one person, that person would then become a hero. I mean, I know it could happen, but that just seems like a weird, I wanted to go for something that it was more of philosophy rather than just a general hatred for the hero. Yeah. <laughs> Is, and if you remove that, then they're a hero type of thing. So, okay. if that makes sense, because yeah, I can't be mad at that. I, I really yeah. can't. I try okay. to, but I can't. <laughs> you try to. <laughs> so, exactly. So, okay. Okay. Uh, I think All we're right. good. Think we're good. All right. Well, this has been a part. This has been tattoo far. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and on our website, tattoo far. Dot com T-A-D-T-O-F-A-R dot com. Um, we're part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network. Please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Bye. Bye. Look out for that fireball. <laughs> <laughs>